Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Baby is down for a nap. Brock has the monitor pulled up on his phone. Shout out to Nanit. It is the best baby monitor. Just going to put that out there. We do need to start using the breathing wear that we yes. just got because the other stuff was um, too small for her. And you know what's cool about the breathing wear with Nanette is that when you put it on, it's actually just a bunch of sh- like triangles. It's a pattern. It's patterns, and it yeah. watches it move, which is crazy. Well done. Yeah. Anyway. We haven't done it yet because she has slept in our bassinet next to us for the last seven months, but our sleep training coach said that she'll probably get better quality sleep in her crib. So this past week, now that she's recovered from COVID and everything, we have her sleeping in the crib. Yeah, hashtag garbage sleeper. Thanks for that one. (laughs) One of our friends whose daughter was actually born on the exact same day is having trouble with her little one sleeping too and said she's a garbage sleeper. So We're trying to revert that. I think, I mean, there's so many different parenting techniques out there and that's the first level of like stress into a family and then you gotta kind of like go with that and and the parenting skills and find our way like pioneer through it what works for you what doesn't work for you what Mm -hmm. what you what you want to do and so for us well for me i wanted to get a sleep coach to kind of like you know i would i'd rather do things the right way even though it's not the easiest way sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the right thing to do to my child and now I would love you, you know, comment below if you have any opinions about it. But I think uh, we're not doing the cry out technique. We're not doing that. No, no just, cry it out. I cannot do that. Like, we're just going to go ahead no. and we're going to work with Summer's relationship with sleeping. And that's through the day and that's through the night. So keeping her on like a time schedule, whereas within this hour, she, this is her nap time. And she needs to get an hour and a half to two hours napping. And then she'll go to the next nap, which is on a certain period She's of time. She's great on her nap schedule. It's the sleeping at night. But she'll get there. Yeah. We've only done this for like six days. Yeah. So we And have, out of that six days, we've been consistent on like five of those days. Right. 
And we that, have a great sleep training coach, though. Her name's Susan Menkes, and her company's called Healthy Little Sleepers. Yeah. So she has been amazing. If you guys saw my vlog, like, pre-baby, I had a little bit of, a, like, video Zoom meeting with her, and then at about four months, Summer hit a sleep regression, and... She's kind of just stayed in it. Well, here's, but here's the thing. She, we also never taught her how to sleep independently. We didn't teach her the relationship she well, needs she to have. Well, she has slept in a bassinet next to us every single night. That's not independence. But that is what is recommended. Yes, but also... Everyone says minimum six months, baby next to you in a bassinet. Well, here's what you're saying, honey. There's multiple ways to do this, and this is why this is such a fluid conversation between parents, especially when a child is screaming... It adds to the fire, but there's different ways about that. What you're saying, like bassinet, no bassinet. I think we did our best. We also now need to let her be a little independent individual and let her learn how to look after herself and to go to sleep. But now that she's not sleeping right next to us and I can't hear or see her breathing all the time, I just ordered more of the breathing wear from Nanix. I'm <laughs> like, okay, it's fine. If you want her in the crib, that is what's being recommended to us by our doctor and our sleep coach. The breathing wear but was also we, not wanted- recommended. They do not recommend that the because outlet they had talked it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They said on the same they subject. Said if it was going to make me feel better, they didn't say that. Uh-huh. They said for mothers that are super like worried and anxious about their baby sleeping. Yeah, this is just going to cause more anxiety. No, but that's why that's why we went against the outlet. The nanit they said is much more accurate. Honey, and this was your better child, if I wanted something to monitor her breathing. You don't need to monitor your child's well, breathing. I Humans do. have evolved. This long without mm-hmm. monitoring our breathing. Anyways, um, if you guys need help with your babies <laughs> and sleep training coaches, I'm just doing a shout out to Susie at HealthyLittleSleepers.com because she has been amazing. Yes. Thank you, Susie. So, you have been my backup in many arguments. We just look at each <laughs> other and I'm like, no, this is what we do. And then I'll refer to our email because she gave us like a plan. Mm-hmm. I was like, here, you break it down. I like that. Okay. I don't like rolling with the punches. No, you like structure. You like... Well, because because from structure you can have options. Yeah. So but if you don't have structure, you have. Here I am doing an unstructured podcast. We're just which, chatting. Why? It, no, guys, it's my pet peeve. We're doing a catch up. What are we, and we're talking, doing what some are we talking about today? So, well, we were talking about summer sleeping. Okay, but you want to you want to talk about the episode last night? You want to get into that? I mean, when's this come out? What? This Friday. This Friday. Let's dive in. So we have the reunion. Coming up this week, y'all. Oh, guys, it's my first reunion. Comment below Ooh. what I need to say. If you have anything Honey, for me it's to not say. not a vlog. There's no comment below. We're podcasting. They can re- leave, leave a, a review. review and comment <laughs> in it. Five stars, baby. Brock. And if you give me a one star, I won't say it. We're so used to vlogging. We're like, comment below. And then, no, there's. Give us a five star review and go. Or go comment for, on shenanigans. For BD. Yeah, comment on shenanigans. Yeah. BD. And give me your questions that you would like me to slide in there. I say slide in there as if, like, I know what I'm doing at this You're reunion. You're not hosting the reunion, honey. I You're being asked the question. No idea what, what to expect. Okay, so have you ever watched a reunion? Yours, last year when we filmed it. That was it. Oh, right, the Zoom one. The Zoom reunion. That was, no, but that no, was no. not a that reunion. That was nothing. Okay, but you've never watched a Vanderpump reunion, but you've watched Housewives. I watched Housewives. Okay, so you have watched a reunion. Yeah. And you see how they are. Andy does not hold back. How did you feel being on Watch What Happens Live? Did you feel he grilled you? Were you uncomfortable? Did you feel prepared? Were you caught off guard? No. Honestly, when it comes to, like, the kid situation and all that, I'm very comfortable talking about that. Now. Good. Now, 
<laughs> Good. <laughs> no, because I think in, initially it was hard. It but was difficult to kind of talk about that pain. Yeah. But then once I realized that my fate is in my hands, like I'm not going to let Lala dictate how this conversation goes. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to say, yeah, I did do this. I did, think, you know. And by doing that, it was very hard to deal with, and very. And that was the first time, honey, I was ever on live TV. Can right. we just point that out? Like it wasn't even like. And then to watch myself back and to hear myself kind of stutter and have my like my moments of dyslexia in there, but like, well, like yeah, your timelines sometimes are a little off. My t- but that but that was just because it was the first time on live. And I TV. think you were nervous. Nervous as when how? he asked you about the restraining order. Oh. What did you say? You said it. Didn't my my go to guys like a, is like, like four years. Four years, and I was like, "What are you talking about? The restraining order was a decade ago." It was. It was. But it I wasn't, wasn't gonna. 10 years ago. I wasn't it gonna was, be me and chime in on live television and try and defend you or correct you. I was just like, I'm just gonna let him dig his yeah. own hole right now. So and guys, when he asked me when did this happen, it was actually eight years ago. At that time, from now to okay. then, so eight years ago, not four, double that yeah. was when the incident happened. I knew happened. it was close to ten. And then after, when we were like nine, we were nineteen, so that was over. Oh, honey, you're thirty-one. Gosh, do the math. So I'm saying, I thought it was about ten years ago. No, but the domestic violence order when it was charged. Uh-huh. was three years later. That's why it's eight okay. years. Okay, so happened 11 years ago. Yes. Three years later, it was brought up in a whole write-up because it was a write-up about my past, my me being raised in yeah, a Yeah, we can talk family. about that now. The episode aired with Lisa, which when you were on my podcast the last time, people were like, well, why didn't he talk about the domestic oh, violence yeah. order? And I was like, because the episode hadn't aired yet. We don't want to spoil things. You know, that was just kind of like an intro into it. So It was a deep intro, but now yeah. we can explain... I can talk. There's no explaining to be done. It's my actions. Right. Any questions on that then? I mean, just go a little deeper into that. Um, yeah. So when I was 19, me and my ex, we had obviously a toxic relationship. But at that time when you're 19, I thought it was fine. We used to break up, get back together. It, was, it wasn't It was a fun relationship. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Right. And then during that, there was arguments to be had. And I remember one time when we got into an argument, it was about me coaching a female that I knew from high school. And she was and she like personal training? Personal training. Okay. She wasn't into it because she... Had used, you cheated on her at this point? No. Okay. We used to break up and I used to hook up chicks and get back together. I had a relationship like that when I was 19 also. Yes. It's a 19 year old relationship. Yes. So when we had... That was, that was the case. And then she was just yelling at me at my friend's house she slapped me twice on my chest and on my face. And then I was like, look, and then I, I did slap her in the face. It wasn't a full wind up, but it happened. And it was to like snap her out of it to calm her down. Mm-hmm. wasn't appropriate. And so that. Of course not. It was not appropriate on either side. It's never appropriate. Exactly. But anyway, fast forward three years during our relationship, it kind of went downhill during this relationship. It wasn't fun. And at one point in time, we went to the, a psychologist and a counselor to kind of talk about a relationship. Psychiatrist? Whatever they're called. What is it? <laughs> I think it's like We went to go speak to someone for help about our relationship. And during that first meeting, she was like, y'all need to be separated. This is not good. Yeah. And then I was diagnosed clinically with depression. So they're like, yeah, you should take these meds. Rah, 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 you're depressed. I was like, no, nah, this is not happening. So fast forward, we break up. I moved to a different state. So it's like if we're in California, I went to Arizona, the next state across. Mm-hmm. So when I was over there, I was playing rugby down south. And we were talking and then we were trying to figure out how we we're going to get through this. She started dating other people. I started dating other people. 
And then during this distance, I called up her dad and on the phone, he was just being rude to me. He's like, you're not going to see your kids, like you're deadbeat. I was like, you're not going to stop me from seeing my kids. Mm -hmm. After that phone call, that was when they put the charges against me. So that was when they went to the courthouse and they wrote up this beautiful restraining order letter from them. And how it was written, it was like Brock Davies, six foot one. 250 pounds rugby player from New Zealand, Maori, just Maori from New Zealand. And then they went, my ex's name, five foot three, stay at home, mother of two. Like they just straight up, and, and her mom's a yeah. psychologist. So her num- they wrote this up. Then they went into my background of um, all of it was fabri- not fabricated, but just inflated, exaggerated. exaggerated. They went into how like my mom and I came from like an abusive family. My parents were separated. They really went after every avenue of my life. Mm-hmm. And then the only one real actual physical assault was a slap. And even that, they changed the date on it to be like, well, she was five months pregnant when I slapped her. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't. And so that date was wrong. And that was one thing. I, and so when, when they went to serve me with my papers, once they filed this, the officer was, came, was meant to serve me with this, hey, you need to appeal this because this is being filed against you. That officer was on holiday. The officer mm. didn't serve me with papers. The date comes. I miss it. Two weeks later, um, they rock up at my mum's door and we're like, hey, we're serving you with these papers. My mum calls me up because I'm in a different state. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, you're uh, – she's like, why, why are the police serving you with this? There's a restraining order. It got approved because you didn't show up to court because I never was oh. invited to court. So at that, that point – I couldn't connect with my ex and then I had to deal with that. So that took nearly about five to six months to go to court finally, appeal it. And the judge said, look, you have no history of this. You don't have any record at all. We're dropping this. If anything happens within the now or the future, this will just come back into it as evidence. Mm -hmm. And so that was it. And I I defended myself at court. I didn't even have, I had a law attorney and then he was just taking money from me. I was like, nah, I got this. Yeah. Went there, went to court, appeared. That was the first time I saw my ex with my newborn little girl, Winter. And then we agreed to go ahead and have a mutual agreement where I could see them from time to time. And then as long as I gave her some money from here, it would help out with bills. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of our agreement on how we would go forward. And then that continued all the way up until I left to America. And that was a great, it was great. Even past that, the kids came over here to visit me a year into that. They came to visit me in my trip and then they went home. And that was like kind of the last time I physically was with them. Yeah. And then during that breakdown of communication was more on me being immature and not understanding her pain and all of this, which you guys heard about last time. Mm-hmm. Um, but from that, I guess I kind of just, uh, I don't know what where my headspace was, but I thought I was doing the right thing. And then when she was arguing, I was arguing with her about connecting with me and sending me photos so I can see what's going on in their lives. And then she's like, but buddy, all I ask for you is make these payments, like do this, do this. Yeah. And then for some reason, I, I couldn't financially do that. And I don't know why I ignored her. And I look back on my emails. I'm like, damn, this is the pain she felt. And that was kind of, that's it in a nutshell. And then because of that, because she had a loving partner that was raising the kids for the last two and a half years when we were separated, mm-hmm. it kind of went down that road. And they said, look, we're going to cut Brock's family off. He's hopeless. His family's hopeless. They can't do anything for us. And we're raising his kids. And I kind of brought into that kind of like, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm not good for the kids right now, but I will be. You know what I mean? And and that's where I kind of allowed for so much time lapse because until now I didn't realize, fuck this, I am good and I can be doing this stuff regardless of everything because I wasn't a bad dad. I wasn't a bad person. I just needed to wake up. And it wasn't until you kind of like helped me realize to listen, to talk, even to have a – I didn't have a conversation with her until – 
we talked. Yeah. That was the part of it. And I felt like that was like a long time needed. That that needed to happen on both years ends. earlier. Yeah. Just for her to for sure. just for her to tell me how she felt. And I I was never mature enough to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then obviously I ended up dating you. And when we had the miscarriage and when I went to play golf, that was kind of like a, a big moment for me to kind of sit back and be like, well, hang on a second. Where are we going? Where where am I going with life? Like I've got to I was worried. I was yeah. worried. I had so many feelings. I wasn't even worried. It was just it was just scattered. Because I didn't want to do anything, I upset anybody on my ex, my two kids, all of this stuff came to my mind. And we, that was when we went through a miscarriage. And so, yeah, I was playing golf during, not during the miscarriage, but during our time from having miscarriage Finding and having a procedure. Finding out there was no heartbeat to the DNC yes. in that week during when I was just waiting to see if I was going to need this procedure or yep. if it was going to naturally happen at home. It was during that week. And and that was like a like that was huge for me because it was like I already have two kids, now yeah, I'm about to have a relationship. Not like I mean, we're six months in a relationship in a pandemic, living together, and uh, surprise. Yeah, like, it, was, it, it definitely wasn't planned, but at the same no. time, it was a reality check. And then it was kind of had that started that conversation. So mm-hmm. fast forward, here we are now, and then going on national television straight after dealing with all of that, it just gets thrown in our face, or gets get brought up really. That was hard, but I think talking about it and just telling my story through this whole time, I'm okay for a union now. I yeah. think I'm ready for it. It's tough when you're on live TV and he's just, you know, rapid firing questions at you and then, you know, you say the wrong thing sometimes, not even on purpose, not even like trying to lie or like hide anything. You just sometimes, as you guys have seen, he just says the wrong words all the time. <laughs> I should just, I, what I really, you know what I really need to do? I need to learn to talk less. And listen more. It's a big one of my, and I can yeah. do that in a professional environment. Mm-hmm. I constantly have that in my mind, so I sit down and just listen. Yeah. But when I take myself out of that environment, I'm too loud. I'm a big presence, and that's that's the downfall sometimes. So who should be on the lookout for this big presence coming for them at the reunion on Friday? What do you mean? <laughs> who should be on the lookout? I mean, who, who look, do you have I, the most? I have with? obviously me, Lala. We have a lot of things to say to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, then there's some comments with Katie that she said, and I mean, you guys are about to see, but like me and James start getting into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what to expect and I'm a little nervous on that front, but I feel like I'm just going to roll with the punches. It can't be much worse than fucking La La. It's me spilling it to Lisa for the first time ever on national television. No. You know what I mean? Like that was the scariest, emotionalist like, it was just, I was a wreck. Most emotional. My most emotional moment in my life yeah. was on national television. I've never been in that position before. So as long as I'm not there this reunion, mm-hmm. we're good. What about you, <laughs> I'm honey? Just, I'm excited to, for once, have a partner next to me for the entire reunion. I've never had this. I've never had... Am I going to be out there with you for the retirement? Yes, evening? you're a main cast member oh, now, I honey. I don't know how that works. That's I just... just no, I, I thought originally, like, when we filmed the season, that you would be there for, like, a part of it. But then when you were asked to be in the opening credits, I was like, oh, wait, this means that at the reunion, you're going to be there the whole time. Yes, baby. I'm so excited Wait, uh, Yeah, because when you say it like that, so Kristen and Sandoval, they were together. James has had Raquel. James has had Lala. James, James also, also had, had Kristen. <laughs> Katie and Tom have always had Katie and Tom. Mm-hmm. Stassi was with Tom Bo. Like, Stassi had Jack. So you, there's always been a partner. To, 
Wow. Yeah. Fuck, how did you do that? Yeah, so it's always been, I mean, pretty much like Lala and I for the last several years that like doesn't have our partner there. So I'm... Wait, so Randall's not coming? I don't know. (laughs) Is Randall going to come to the reunion? I mean, I doubt it. But is Randall going to come to the reunion? I don't talk to him, so I don't know. I know, but... Let me just say, after my divorce, my ex-husband showed up at the reunion. You're kidding. Really? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Shay? Mm-hmm. What happened? Yeah. It was... It was so uncomfortable. Wait, Lala. I remember because... Lala, Randall might rock up? No, I'm just saying this happened to me, but, I mean, yeah, Shay but who, but chose who? to show up. Oh, they asked? They invited him? Yeah, they can't force you. It's not like they're going to, like, go and kidnap you and, like, tie you to a that, chair. But, like, you know... I just remember at that reunion, I went up to one of my producers and I was like, if I have to face my ex-husband right now, when I'm already dating Rob at the time, I said, I am either going to have a shot of tequila, pop a Xanax, or go smoke some weed. Wait, you can't drink- Choice is yours. You can't drink at reunion? Back in the- There were like a few seasons when I think it was- Mainly, like, around when, like, James and Lala were, like, really off the hinge with alcohol and, like, bad. They were bad, were they? Very bad. So, like, there was, like, no they were that bad they wrecked it for everybody? That's how bad? For, for a few years, yeah. Like, we could not have a drink on set. And so I went up to one of our producers and I was like, here's your choices, A, B, or C. Which do you want me to put in my body right now? Because I'm not going into this dead ass sober. You also, and that's the one thing. They you brought were, me a tequila shot. You also <laughs> kind of used weed to kind of help you deal oh, with for the sure. fact that you didn't have support on the show. Yeah, I was high all and, the time. And I'm not going to use the word unwavering because if you don't know, like I'm not always on Sheena's side. But I'm just going to point out real quick, honey, I'm proud. This season, you had a great season. Thank you. you we weren't drinking a lot. You were, you were baby breastfeeding the majority of the time, and, and you weren't. No, you haven't done the weed. Whole time, you haven't not done the majority, the whole time. Yeah, you haven't done weed for it's been a while. A while. Anything. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, I've drank now. Yeah, but well, congrats, honey. Because yeah. that was a big for you to feel but, like yeah. you're solo on the show. Well, if you've got your friends, but when it comes down to the nitty gritty, mm-hmm. solo, and then you have to deal with these interactions. With this group. Yeah. Is tough. And now, like, I mean, I can't even imagine, like, okay, like next season, if there's another season, you know, and I'm not breastfeeding, like, I can't imagine, like, smoking weed. You're just gonna get wild. I used to do that all the time. Anyway, in true Andy Cohen form, let's switch gears. Switch gears. That's one of my favorite things. So, at the, you'll see, he always <laughs> says it at the reunion. Uh, which means let's we're carrying gears. on from this topic, move to the next one. <laughs> so, Here at our apartment at the Wallace, we rented a bunch of our furniture from Furnish. A bunch, like 90% of it. Yeah, F-E-R-N-I-S-H. You can use code Sheena and um, get $100 off. But I noticed this morning with our furniture, our bed, honey, Mm -hmm. we're going to have to buy it. The cats? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me just be very clear. Your cats. Our cats. (laughs) You got them in the prenup. <laughs> You'll get them in the marriage. Yeah. So <laughs> our cats have wrecked the bottom of the bed. So the other day I saw that there were like a few little like um, strings kind of hanging down. So I just ordered a fabric shaver that's going to be here today from Amazon. Yep. And today I was like, oh, my God, I hear Salem under. And I was like, shit, he's still, like, scratching at the bed. And I look, oh, no, like, the foam is now, like, coming out. It is so scratched. What? Yeah, Uh, it's bad. But 
You know the one thing that the cats haven't ruined on the bed? What's that? The sheets. <laughs> <laughs> those, those sheets, eh? Yes. So I've told you guys this fun fact before, but literally, like, we spend one third of our lives in bed. So pure, organic, cotton sheets from Bowl and Branch, they are the way to go. And they, honey, make a truly special Christmas gift like you're thinking about what should I get your parents for Christmas? I think a set of sheets would be a good gift. If you can give some sheets and some white elephant gifts, I'm like the old school Christmas giver now. Like you can give me socks and underwear and I'll be a happy man. No, I know. So put some sheets in there. I'll <laughs> feel like it's bloody Christmas. I mean, the gift everyone wants is like a better night's sleep, you know, and Bull and Branch never disappoints with their highest quality sheets. So... They have them in a variety of colors. You can get them from any size of bed, from twin to California king. And I think that they're a great gift. Bottom line, guys, go check them out. Yeah. And they're good for, like, you're a hot sleeper, I'm a cold sleeper, but we're always both comfortable in bed. And another fun fact is Scott and Missy Tannen are a husband and wife team who founded Bowl & Branch. And it's not just their sheets that are made the right way, you guys. They have pillows, bath towels, and robes, too. Treat yourself and your loved ones to the new standard in bedding from Bull and Branch. Their gifts come wrapped and ready in their special holiday packaging. Order by December 19th for guaranteed delivery by Christmas. And you can get up to 20% off your order from December 3rd to December 5th with promo code SHEA at bullandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code SHEA. See site for details. Exclusions may apply. So yeah, best sheets. Good for a Christmas present, wouldn't you say, honey? I would think it would be a great little gift. Like I said, white elephant, you will win the crowd over if they pulled out those sheets. Definitely. We are now joined by um, another co-host, Miss uh, Summer Moon. Mm -hmm. Honey Davies is awake. So you might um, hear her chime in if you know she disagrees with what we're saying. Yeah, or grab daddy's mic. <laughs> so I posted four questions, and let's just um, kind of rapid fire them. All right, let's go. What rapid fire, rapid answers. I'm ready. Josh and Roxy mom wants to know, are you guys going to film your wedding? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Don't know what it will be filmed what, for. We don't know what platform it will yeah, be on. <laughs> but 100% we will be filming it. It'll definitely be, you know, YouTube, hopefully season 10, maybe a spinoff. I mean, who knows? But regardless, when we get married next year, it will 100% be filmed. We'll make it happen for you guys. Yeah. A Pounds Johnson wants to know, did y'all already get married? You're wearing a wedding band. So, <laughs> you want to explain that one, honey? So, I had Kyle Chan make me a band that I could wear under my ring to help kind of hold it in place because I really sound, I feel like an asshole saying this. Uh, you are. I have really small fingers and the rock is really big. Relax. It's not, it's not about the size, it's a heavy stone. It is. And it rolls. It rolls, it turns constantly. So, I thought if I put a band and it sits a little higher up on my finger, it would help it from turning all the way around my finger. It doesn't always help. It depends if my fingers are a little swollen or not. But I like to just wear the band and only wear my ring for, like, occasions because it is really big. So that's where the band came from. And when There's a we, great deal on the ring. I'm just going to say that right now. Yes, we got a great deal. Great deal. Beautiful ring. 
Mm-hmm. And when we get married, I will have this exact band replicated where one under and one on top. Perfect. And then probably like solder them together. Well, whatever whatever keeps that thing from rocking, apparently the gravitational pull <laughs> of I your did. rock is too much, you know. It's a problem. Sorry. I just have a small finger. Mm-hmm. But I did order these little like backs on Amazon that I can put on my ring to help like size it or whatever. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Casa wants to know mocktails for pregnancy. Help. Okay. Help. So I was just talking to my friend who is pregnant and I was telling her about for Christmas because she's like, should I ask my doctor if I could have a glass of wine? I was like, A, no, you're not in your second trimester. B, what's the point of one glass of wine? Not going to get drunk. What's the point? Really? Well, I mean, for me, I would get drunk off one glass. You're not a pregnant woman with a high tolerance. Oh, so all pregnant women have high tolerances, No, I'm honey? just saying, I know my friend. I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's the point of one glass? And she's like, you know what? You're right. I was like, I'm going to send you a couple things. That's so funny. when I was pregnant, um, I'll go into like a mocktail thing. But what I drank was if I wanted some wine or like champagne, there are a couple brands. So there's ready to pop champagne that was so good. And literally it's like a placebo. I'm like, ooh, you know, you feel like you're getting a little buzz or like have a, a Heineken Zero. In, yeah. But there's also another brand called Badass Mom and they have wine. They have a gin but it's not an alcoholic. So you I remember can, that. Remember? So you can use this badass mom wine gin to make like a mocktail and do it with like any juice. So I would do that in place of the liquor and then do like soda water, muddle some berries and some mint. And that was like my go-to mocktail because it was like a mojito without the alcohol. I like that. That's good. So, I remember that gin too. Yeah. I, remember. I was like, what? what's... But hey, apparently it's a thing. Yeah. Chelsea what? For Brock. What? Do you prefer wearing your hair curly or straightened? I uh, Definitely not straightened. <laughs> I prefer wear my hair up, out of the way, so it's not a conversational piece. But you do brush X your hair occasionally. I brush X the shit out of my it hair. It looks very Fabio, but Thank like, you. so good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> having long hair is kind of like, I don't want to be that dude that has long hair and wears it down and, and then all of a sudden reunion look it wasn't quite what I wanted to do when they said yeah we'll do your hair I was like yeah cool let him do it I was like oh, I'll just roll with it I guess I oh feel- watch what happens live mm-hmm. see you said reunion you meant watch what happens I live I meant watch what happens live <laughs> something to do with that but yeah <laughs> Clarence Pryor, our boy. My boy Clarence. He wants to know, what do you and Brock honestly think of me as a friend and fan? And would Brock face me in swimming? I Look, Clarence, if we have a time and there's ever a time where I'm in New York, just shout out to me. I'll put the Speedos on and we can jump in the pool, okay? I think you're an absolute legend, buddy. Like, you're very consistent. You're very supportive. And I appreciate that, mate. You take a lot of time to reach out to us. So if that means I have to re- I'll reply to you and send you yeah. speedos, I will. You're a good dude. We need it, Clarence. We need to make it happen. We'll make it happen, buddy. Swimming challenge in New York. It's happening. Just plain Zach. This is our boy, Zach Peter, from the No Filter podcast. Yep. He has a question for you. For me? Have you ever role played a scene from Aquaman? <laughs> What, for us? Well, I guess it's like, for us, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't. <laughs> but should we? But sh- what, what scene would you like to... He just fights all the time. There's no, like, 
Sainz. Well, it's what just... I do want to do, though, is I want you to be Aquaman again for Halloween, but I want to be the chick with the red hair. I want to be in, like, like, a full gold. Full uh, suit. Full gold Aquaman suit. Yeah, like, we need Kyle Chan no, costume people yeah, to do exactly. it. Exactly. I'm in. Yeah. You want to do the, red, the lady in red, the redhead? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. I'll do a red wig. We'll get back to you on that role playing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, another one from Chelsea What Does drinking beer out of your shoe ruin them? And is your shoe still wet? My shoe is not wet. My sock dried it up. And Ew. it's a party foul if you leave anything in their shoe. You know, you got to drink it all. Does your shoe get ruined? Depends if you have really nice shoes, I guess. But no, not really. <laughs> I mean, there's moisture in there all the time. You sweat. I don't know. It's gross. I don't, I don't understand it. Here's the thing. I was saying this to my <sighs> sister last night. I could understand, maybe slightly, but still not really. If you're like, you know, a college frat boy in Australia or wherever, I guess. We don't do college. We just don't do that. Oh, whatever. Okay. It's like, called university because you go there to get an education. Whatever. I'm just saying America and your Here's education. what I'm saying. I could see maybe like there's a keg and there's no cups and you don't want to do a keg stand and you know it's COVID time. So like everyone doesn't want to put the hose in their mouth to drink the beer and you're like, oh, I have a shoe. Maybe. Babe, you put too much thought into a shoey. I don't. I you don't. Too much what thought is the point it? of taking either a pint glass. To celebrate. A, a bottle or a can and pouring it into a dirty, smelly shoe well, and then drinking it. So I don't here, get here's it. Here's where, like, like, if you win a challenge or you win a championship, you take off your boot, you just put all that hard work in and you drink from it. Like, there's, it's just like a, it's kind of like a symbolic meaning of like a champion. I still don't get it. Not everyone in Australia just pulls off their shoe and has a shoey. It's just like. In the heat of the moment, like when you chug a beer or do a keg stand, what's the point of a bloody keg stand? Well, my friend Kylie said that her and her husband have done shoeys. Exactly. I was just like, I just don't well, get it. That's it. What's the point of a keg stand? I don't get it. It's the same, same. It's a drinking Keg stands are culture. fun. I've done it. We have a video of me doing a keg stand. Now drink from a shoe. See how much fun you have. No, the keg stand was not on my foot. <laughs> And I, my shoe, maybe, but like yours, like a man's a man. sweaty walk, Yeah, walk shoe. a mile in my shoes, baby. Oh, there's another question from Jen Kopeitke. Has Sheena done a shoey? If not, can she do a shoey on the next Drinking and Podcast? She needs to do a shoey. That's going to be a hard pass. Why? Well, I just don't see the point. What's the point? Is it, does, why does it have to be a point when it comes to drinking? What's if the point of drinking? it was a brand new shoe. What's the point of drinking? There really isn't. Exactly. So thank you very much. Why do you have to drink it from a glass? Who said society you have to use a glass? Mm. What's wrong with shoes? Mm-hmm. Melissa underscore KR22. Will you ever cut your hair? Yeah, 100%. I, I think I'll be willing to cut it all the time. I, I think I right like now your hair long. we're at a point where if I was to cut it, it it'll be a charity event. So I'm just going to build up for that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just... Get rid of it all. He did say that if I ended up losing more hair from my postpartum hair loss, that he would shave his head for me. I would, honey. Or if I ever needed it. Is that weird? No. Oh, cool. Yeah, you That's got some. That's sweet. You've got a little grass patch out the back right here of spare hair for yourself. <laughs> I am I2000. I love when Brock uses the wrong word. What other words does he use incorrectly? Well, earlier it was emotionalist. <laughs> I use them all wrong, guys. Come on. Okay. But it's funny because you always act like it's a language barrier when English is your first and only language. Or this Maori as well. But you don't speak it. Yeah, little words. No. <laughs> Give me five words. Kiora, Ataroa, Taringas, Puku, Kiakaha. Fuck yeah. What did you just say? Kiora, hello. Like, how are you? Kiakaha, like, how you doing? Taringas, which is your ears. Puku is your belly. And Kiakaha is like, good luck. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, it's probably the only five words it's he knows. fucking pushing it. <laughs> I used, we used to learn it in school and I'm far from New Zealand. Sorry, guys. <laughs> M. Taylor 254. Just want to say y'all are proof people change and grow. Sending love from Pennsylvania. Yes, from Thank Pennsylvania. You. Thank you. I, you know what's the fun thing about Pennsylvania? I always thought Pennsylvania was where Dracula came from. Transylvania? Yeah. Have you seen that commercial that's on right now? Yeah, and then like, that's what maybe... There's place called Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> where is Transylvania then? In like... In like... like on in, another continent, like yeah, in yeah, Europe yeah, somewhere. In, okay. I think. Transylvania. So that's where Count Dracula is from? Transylvania. Not Pennsylvania. Not Pennsylvania. Got it. Nope. BB underscore Purevine. How has your relationship changed since filming a reality show together? Uh, this, I think it's the same. It's just on TV. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think it's really changed at all. And I think that's the thing. Like, this, guys, it's a reality show. It so is it's, real. It's our life. If anything, we communicate a little bit better on camera yeah. than when the cameras aren't up because we have to sit there and be like, how do you feel about that, honey? Tell me how do you feel. Well, what happened last night? And actually being engaged. So if anything, it helped communication barriers. Yeah. Also, part two of their question is, when are we going to get a podcast tour? ATL is waiting for you. What's Atlanta? Atlanta. Oh, I love Atlanta. Guys, here's the deal. We will start when we can do shows here in LA first and foremost and see if it's a thing. I know. Like, I really, I wanted to do one at Sir. And then- What's stopping you? Just like that's the one question I'm going to tell you. What's stopping you? Honestly, having to set it up myself. Well, unfortunately, figuring out renting a stage and speakers and like just doing all the setup. Like it's not difficult, honey. You just you just haven't you haven't put it. So there's your answer, guys. It's difficult right now for her to do it. I just if someone could set it up. No, I'm not doing it for you. No, this is your business. This is your podcast. You can. I like doing the podcast here, but I would love to do a tour. I would love to too. Go on tour, honey. You don't do anything about it. It doesn't get done. You go to venues and everything is set up there for you. I don't know shit about audio. You're gonna go on tour when we can't even do a freaking dinner. But I'm saying I don't know how to do that. Sir isn't set up to do a live podcast. If I could do it at like the Rocks or something like that. Maybe I'll look into that. In Honey way. and everybody else out there listening to this argument right now, you can do whatever you want if you try and start it. Because when you start it, you learn what you need to fix. You learn from your mistakes or yeah. failures. The only way you know how to have a podcast tour is by hosting a live podcast event. Once you do that, and you see that there's traction and people might yeah. enjoy it. Then you bring on talent. Just do it once a month, honey. That's all I want you to do. Let's do that. Okay. Let's make. Oh, help me. Next month we'll do it. Right okay. here, right now on podcast. In the new year. Okay. You will do a podcast at Sir, and we will do it in person. Okay. See you next Tuesday. Dinner and show. I like that. Deal. Okay. You guys got it. Podcast tour starts there. It will stay there for a bit <laughs> until we figure out our ground and we get it going. Perfect. It's Dana Boo says, I need to get my husband the Speedos from last night's VPR. Please send deets. Uh, guys, so if you want the Speedos, it's an Australian brand called Budgie Smugglers. They're a great fit. They're custom cut. They really accentuate the booty. Um, <laughs> and yeah, all I did was I just reached out to them and um, through, through Instagram and was like, hey, like I want to get some custom. They do anything custom. So you can even get your own face on them as well. Yeah. The print was Vanderpump Rules print, I guess. So yeah. Um, but they're more than happy. Hit them up and just let them know you saw them on a show. And just ask for a discount. I don't have one for you, but like, oh my God, show my VPR. You got a discount for me? Because I don't have one for you, but they'll love it. (laughs) 
Angel78X wants to know, when Katie and Lala go in on you, it's traumatizing behavior to watch over and over again. Uh, when when do they go in on you, honey? I mean, I guess probably like at your birthday party. Yeah. When I had repeated what they said to Sandoval because, I mean, you allow it. Yeah. Like you. <laughs> They, I think in that episode, and and this is a thing, like, as much as they go in on you, you need to be able to be like, yo, I have a problem with you guys because I don't feel comfortable with you guys. I think it's figuring out that truth. It might not be comfortable, but you've spent all these years having these off and on relationships. You don't know where you stand with them. And so it's hard for you to know where you stand. Yeah. So it's hard for you to kind of put your foot down because you don't know where you're standing. Well, and then, like, when right after, like, Pilates, you know, and they're, like, bitching about Sandoval, I'm like... I don't have anything to really contribute to this conversation right now because it's two against one. And no matter what do, I say, it's just, I was like, I'm then you, then I feel like uh, if I was in that situation, honey, and it was a conversation about somebody, one of my friends who I consider a close friend and that was happening, I'll be like, guys, you're saying all this. I agree with this and this, but apart from that, I don't agree. And, and you yeah, put your foot down. I know. I need to be better about that. And that day made me realize I need to be better at well, that. Well, it's also... I used to be. Did you? I got soft. Did you? I did. I've always known you as a pushover. No. Yeah. No. Well, I, I'm all for building up your boundaries, putting your foot down, and standing up for what you believe in. I'm all for that. Yeah. Okay, honey? And you're right. Watching those girls on the show... Talk to you like that, it pisses me off. Yeah. It annoys me. Agreed. Agreed. Sugar916, will your engagement be shown on the show? Well, we filmed it, so. Here's hoping. I hope so. It's not a Palm Springs event. It's It's not a Richella. Actually, do I get to get some tea on that? On what, our engagement? Yeah. Sure. So, COVID was a problem. Uh, venues were a problem. Uh, so then, at that point, you'll see this season, I really... I really did what I do best, and I just put my blinders on and I fucking focus on the end goal. And it gets us in trouble. Ooh, it gets us in trouble, baby. So, so how you originally wanted to propose to me, which I'm assuming you guys will see play out, didn't happen. Yeah. Once you guys see that, we, we can break that down a little bit. I had the best idea oh, no. for it. And uh, just because of a venue issue, last minute changes, and and the fact that we had to kind of line it up with everything it just didn't pan out how i really really wanted it to so then it became an intimate moment between me and sheena and look i'll be honest you're not going to understand anything i say because this is probably the 10th time i cry on the show <laughs> this was happy tears and yeah here we are yeah so hopefully you guys see it uh i mean i feel like you guys will see it we'll all have a good time with it hopefully you enjoy it it is not fireworks and coachella and Richella, it's none of but that. But I didn't need that. I understand you didn't need that, but I wanted to give that to you. And we had it, but I lost it. Uh, we missed it, opportunity. So then we just did us really, really well. We did us that well. We didn't tell anybody about it. Yeah. And there is the T that opens up the gateway. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, reunion week. <sighs> we got this, honey. Okay, you're a pro. I mean, you're a pro. You've done this eight reunions. Mm -hmm. What's some advice? That you would give to your man? One thing is literally it's our job to butt in. So like if other people are arguing and it has nothing to do with you, still, if you have an opinion about it, chime in. Why? Like is that, that's just, that's, that's our job. I don't know Butt this. in. I don't know this. Chime in, 
even when it's out of place and let them tell you, shut the fuck up. It's none of your business. But you know what? They do it to us, so we should do it to them. Oh. That's my advice. Damn. Yeah, I really wasn't going to approach with that one like that. Yeah. Just go in. <sighs> okay. I'm going to. Yeah? Yeah. What are you going in for? Who are you going for? Mm, stay tuned. Oh, you're not going to give anything up? <laughs> who's, who's your top three that you feel are going to come for you? Ooh. Top three for you, honey. Top three. I mean, three's a lot. Well, here's the thing. I think you need to be aware of our own flaws. Mm-hmm. Okay? So by being aware of your own flaws, you're already beating them to the punch because now you're like, right, this is what I need to work on. Like, it's a self-awareness. But, yeah. But, I mean, this group has a way of just really getting in there, don't they? Uh-huh. It's really just jabbing and twisting that knife. Yeah. I mean, I know for a fact I know what I'm going to have to deal with, which is me and Lala. We're going to talk about my past. Uh-huh. James and I, you guys will see. We're friends, but we butt heads. Same as like with me and Charlie. Well, that's the best part about the show. Like, it's not the best part. It's really funny. I really enjoy everybody in the show, but we butt heads because it's the it, because what we what a show what the reality show is. And this is me again preaching, pretending I know what's going on. My <laughs> version of year one in the in the biz. There's no filter. I get to lift the veil off yeah. and you just Go speak ahead. your mind. Mm-hmm. And then God hoping that kind of tells you who you are as a person because it kind of, if you keep lifting up your veil, that's who you are, you know? Yeah. And that you just get to be your rawest self, which makes for these arguments, okay, in case in point, me and Lala, mm-hmm. to be better because it's a deeper topic with a better result, which means stronger relationships, I hope, in the end. Yeah. But I'm not there yet. I'm very upset. I'm, now I'm seeing the shit that gets said. Mm-hmm. Now I'm watching the shit that gets oh, no. said. And now I'm hearing the interviews. Ooh, and I'll see. tell you right fucking now, you're all accountable for what you said on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care if you were trying to be, trying to make a show. I don't care if you're trying to, you said it. I fucking know you said it. And I'm not happy. <laughs> and like, same goes for me. Yeah. Stay tuned. Oh. Bam. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, by the way, love you, honey. I love you too. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. We got this. Can you comment below? Tell me to shut up. Leave, Leave a five-star review. review. Just five-star. Whatever else comes after that, I'll read it. As long as it's five stars. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Sheena Shay. Shay FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shay. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me uh, With the boys at the table getting tipsy Miss me, kiss me one more time Get over here boy, I'ma make you mine yeah. Do you want it? Let me see